You're listening to Real Estate with Kevin Turner on News Talk 4BC. Coming up to eight minutes to nine, more news at nine o'clock. You might have heard in that break too uh, the uh, promo for Neil Breen's show, which I'm, I've got to say I'm thoroughly enjoying. It's, he's doing a fabulous job and uh, picking up there on some comments, some juvenile comments from the Premier. I, you know, I simply cannot believe how cocky this government is uh, getting after their uh, most recent win. Uh, off on a tangent on some absolutely ridiculous and childish notions. So I'm so pleased and proud that Neil has actually brought that issue up. There's another issue that I want to raise, uh, and that is one that I've been very silent on for quite a long time, and that's the QBCC, which is an absolutely disgraceful state uh, government-run operation. And uh, I'd just like your feedback on this. We've stayed silent on this for quite some time leading up to the election, but I think it's about time we stuck the boots into them again because this is such a dysfunctional organisation and I continue to get a number of emails from people who've been so badly treated by the QBCC. I want your feedback. Send me an email if you like during the week. Uh, Send it through the website or you can just send it to me, kevin at realestatetalk.com.au. Do you want me to pick up on this again? Because... I can tell you it's a disgrace the way that QBCC is treating a number of people, how they've done it in the past and how they continue to do it now, and it's only going to get worse. So let me know, Kevin, at realestatetalk.com.au, or you're free to give me a call uh, or send me a text and uh, just let me know if you want me to pick up on it again, which we are more than happy to do, but it's like a minefield once you get into it. Australian household debt levels have increased substantially over the past 30 years. Uh, Most of the debt is housing debt, which comprises around 76% of overall household debt. 30 years ago, housing debt uh, comprised a much smaller 46% of overall household debt. So why is this important to property? Well, let's find out. Uh, Joining me, Eliza Owen from CoreLogic. G'day, Eliza. Just picking up on your report, and thanks again for your time. Uh, Tell me a little bit about these debt levels and why they're a concern. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, Absolutely. So the reason we're looking into this at the moment is because household debt tends to become an issue in times of negative economic shock. It's considered to be a bit of a risk to the economy, particularly when we try and get in recovery mode because people who tend to be highly indebted are more reluctant to spend. Mm. And so that can hinder an economic recovery. So that's that's why it's a bit of a focus at the moment. Um, as you mentioned, household debt has grown substantially over the past 30 years. 76% of it is housing debt. But I guess the important thing about it as well is that household um, assets, such as housing, have tend to have grown faster than that debt, um, which does tend to mitigate a bit of the risk associated with it. Mm. Yeah, the, the impact on um, you know people... Um saving, what's going to happen to interest rates, therefore what will happen to property prices. It's such a changing market. We're seeing uh, seeing it change dynamically all around Australia with movement of people with COVID. We don't really know, to be honest, Eliza, do we, what it's going to be like in the next six months' time? I think that's part of where this household debt becomes a bit of a mm. concern and the regulators try and make sure that there are these what they call prudential standards, making sure that this debt is sustainable, um, making sure that the bank lending for housing isn't too risky. And so I think that's another reason we were looking into this research, looking at the growth of um, household debt Mm. and saying, well, as house prices go up and interest rates go down, 
this debt um, could potentially blow out even more. Now yeah. at the moment, oh, sorry. No, no, you go. Um... Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was just going to say that at the moment, the housing debt to income ratio is sitting at about um, 185 mm. So it yeah, is very high. Very, very high. Um, the point I was going to make is that th- this can lead to some macro prudential controls. What's going to be the trigger for that, do you think, for the banks? I think the trigger is um, just looking at various metrics like the um, LVRs, so the loan-to-value ratio of uh, loans that are going out, um, keeping an eye on those. Um, uh, interest-only lending, probably not too much of a concern mm. at the moment because mm. that's more of an investor kind of loan product. Um, but I think what we might see is the uh, prudential regulator, you know, even the other day they said uh, in a keynote speech that they would be looking at those LVR levels and potentially increasing the risk weight against more risky loan products which would ultimately make them more expensive and, and curb a bit of the lending growth. Yeah, what's the predominant LVR, uh, loan-to-value ratios now, that the banks are lending on? Uh, to be honest, from the APRA data, it looks like the most common group is somewhere between 60 and 80%. So it is actually very, um, I'd say it's relatively conservative. But what we do look for is the portion of loans that are going out at more than 90%. Um, at the moment, it's not incredibly high, probably sitting at about 10 to 15%. Um, and again, it sort of varies between owner-occupiers and investors as well. Yeah. Um, a key piece of data we've been looking at is the deferred loans. Um, a very small portion of those are on an LVR of higher than 90%. Mm. And the RBA estimates that it's probably only about 3% of loans that are um, in arrears or sort of, uh, sorry, in negative equity and at sort of high risk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at the moment, things looking fairly conservative, but it is something that I think would trigger changes as uh, debt costs lower and borrowing and house prices rise. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, we're out of time, Eliza. I was going to talk to you about auctions, but uh, we'll have to do that another time. I think in Brisbane, we're looking at about 118 auctions, according to your report coming up this weekend. That's correct. Mm. Excellent, Eliza. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, next time I'll try and squeeze you in at the front <laughs> of the show so we've got more time to talk. Eliza Owen, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Eliza Owen there from Core Logic. Hey, I've got to go. 118 auctions. We know that nine of them are coming out of Ray White at Ascot. We'll give you an update on those next week. I'm Kevin Turner. Thank you so much for your company. Look forward to catching up with you again next Saturday at the same time. See you then.